Blog Talk Radio. But see, Jesus didn't tell everything. He just told a word, a fragment. It's not all knowledge, just a fragment of knowledge. And through that fragment of knowledge, the same with Saul, just a fragment of knowledge. Through that fragment of knowledge, their hearts were turned and then their lives were changed. Welcome to The Best is Yet to Come with Pastor Brad Morgan. Today we continue the study on the gifts of the Spirit. The word of knowledge doesn't impart all knowledge, but enough to make a difference in your life and the lives of others. Enjoy as Pastor Brad continues to share about the word of knowledge. This is Pastor Brad Morgan. I want to continue teaching today on the word of knowledge and just a review with you on the word of knowledge. It's a supernatural revealing of a fact dealing with the past or the present. It deals with something that either exists in the past or the present. To be a word of knowledge, it must be something which the person would not know naturally. Sometimes it, it will have to do with meeting an emergency. The gifts will come through people who want to make Jesus the Lord in their lives. They will want Jesus to be exalted and not themselves. The motivating factor for the gifts of the Spirit is faith, hope, and love. 1 Corinthians 12:11. But one in the same Spirit works all these things, distributing to each one individually as he wills. For the gifts to operate, there needs to be a corporate and an individual hunger in people's hearts. Luke 5, 4 says, Launch out into the deep and let down your nets for a catch. To catch people for the Lord, we need this gift. What the gift is not, it's not natural knowledge. It's not knowledge of the Bible. It's not all knowledge. It's not knowledge one gains through walking with God. This gift is a word of knowledge. It's a fragment of knowledge. Now the gift can come through vision, Acts 9, 10 through 16. Now there was a certain disciple at Damascus named Ananias, and to him the Lord said in a vision, Ananias, and he said, Here I am, Lord. So the Lord said to him, Arise and go to a street called Straight and inquire at the house of Judas for one called Saul of Tarsus, for behold, he is praying. And in a vision he has seen a man named Ananias coming in and putting his hand on him so that he might receive his sight. So God told him something concerning him, Paul, concerning that he was uh, praying. Actually, he was called Saul. Now his name would be changed to Paul, told him the the street name, told him the house name. And so Ananias began to have a struggle. And sometimes God can give you a word of knowledge concerning something in the past or present of a person. And sometimes there'll be a struggle. It says, then Ananias answered, Lord, I've heard from many about this man, how much harm he has done to your saints in Jerusalem. You know, what he'd heard is that he was that he would kill people, that he would kill Christians. And here he has authority from the chief priest to bind all who call on your name. But the Lord said to him, Go, for he is a chosen vessel of mine to bear my name before Gentiles, kings, and the children of Israel, for I will show him 
how many things he must suffer for my name's sake. So now he he gave him a word of wisdom. A word of wisdom has to do with someone's future. And many times these two gifts will be combined. The word of knowledge is the past or the present, something you would not know, something that God shows you supernaturally. A word of wisdom has to do with the future. So it can come through a vision. It can come through inward revelation. John four fifteen through 19, The woman said to him, Sir, give me this water that I may not thirst nor come here to draw. Jesus said to her, Go call your husband and come here. The woman answered and said, I have no husband. Jesus said to her, You have well said, I have no husband, for you have had five husbands, and the one whom you now have is not your husband, and that you spoke truly. The woman said to him, Sir, I perceive that you are a prophet. Now with the word of knowledge, God can also show you how to use it. See, he he began to tell her, you know what, you've told me the truth. He didn't he didn't tell her, you know, you just flat lied. He told he said, You have told me the truth. Now she just told him part of the truth. So Jesus began to reveal the part that she hadn't told. Sometimes a word of knowledge can come concerning something in a person's past. The Lord can show you a certain way of dealing with a thing that you wouldn't have dealt with it that way. You'd have dealt with it a different way. But through a word of knowledge, God can show you something about that person. And then if you'll listen to him and do what he tells you to do, then you'll be able to see the the proper result. He said, for you've had five husbands, and the one whom you now have is not your husband, in that you spoke truly. The woman said to him, sir, I perceive that you are a prophet. And then the woman went away after she came into relationship with the Lord, and she began to say, come see a man that's told me everything about myself. But see, Jesus didn't tell everything. He just told a word, a fragment. It's not all knowledge just a fragment of knowledge. And through that fragment of knowledge, the same with Saul, just a fragment of knowledge, through that fragment of knowledge, their hearts were turned and then their lives were changed. Now, a word of knowledge can come to encourage the discouraged. First Kings 19, 2 through 4, and verses 14 and 18. Then Jezebel sent a messenger to Elijah saying, so let the gods do to me, and more also, if I do not make your life as the life of one of them by tomorrow about this time. And when he saw that, he arose and ran for his life and went to Beersheba, which belongs to Judah, and left his servant there. But he himself went a day's journey into the wilderness and came and sat down under a broom tree, and he prayed that he might die and said, It is enough. Now, Lord, take my life, for I am no better than my father's. And he said, I've been very zealous for the Lord God of hosts because the children of Israel have forsaken your covenants, torn down your altars, and killed your prophets with the sword. I alone am left, and they seek to take my life. Then the Lord told him, Yet I have reserved 7,000 in Israel, all of those whose knees have not bowed to Baal, and every mouth that has not kissed him. So in other words, he told him, you know what, you're wrong. Your thinking's wrong about this. I have plenty of people that have not bowed to me. Now, it's very interesting when when Elijah was going through this process, God didn't tell him any of this. 
and I can't help but believe it was because of a mindset that he somehow believed he was the only one, he was the only prophet, or he was the only one that was following God, and so wouldn't do any good for God to show him. But now he shows him, you know, you're not, you're not the only one. So it can be used to encourage someone. A word of knowledge can be used to, to encourage someone that's really discouraged. And, uh, you know, um, that's just the way God does stuff. He encourages people. It can be used to help recover lost property. 1 Samuel 9, 3 through 6, 19 through 20. Now the donkeys of Kish, Saul's fathers, were lost. And Kish said to her son, Saul, Please take one of the servants with you and arise and go look for the donkeys. So he passed through the mountains of Ephraim and through the land of Shalisha, but they did not find them. Then he passed through the land of Shelem, and they were not there. Then he passed through the land of the Benjamites, but they did not find him. When they had come to the land of Zub, Saul said to his servant who was with him, Come, let us return, lest my father cease caring about the donkeys and become worried about us. And he said to them, Look now, there is in this city a man of God, and he is an honorable man. All that he says surely comes to pass. So let us go there. Perhaps he can show us the way to go. Samuel answered Saul and said, I am the seer. Go up before me to the high place, for you shall surely eat with me today, and tomorrow I will let you go and will tell you all that is in your heart. But as for your donkeys that were lost three days ago, do not be anxious about them for they have been found, and on whom is all the desire of Israel? Is it not on you and all your father's house? So he had a word of knowledge concerning his donkeys, Samuel did. Now it's very interesting that that the servant said, hey, I want to show you an honorable man. All that he says comes to pass. And this shows that God wants us to have character, wants us to have good character, that were people of integrity that he can flow through. Discover a man in hiding. First Samuel ten twenty one through twenty three. When he had caused the tribe of Benjamin to come near by their families, the family of Matri was chosen, and Saul the son of Kish was chosen. But when they sought him, he could not be found. Therefore they inquired of the Lord further, Has the man come here yet? And the Lord answered, There he is, hidden among the equipment. So they ran and brought him from there, and when he stood among the people, he was taller than any of the people from the shoulders upward. So they basically, through through prayer, as they inquired of the Lord, the Lord showed them where, where uh, Saul was. Many times it'll be combined with the word of wisdom. The wisdom concerns the future. Through prophecy, you can get a word of knowledge. Through tongues and interpretation, you can get a word of knowledge. Through prayer, you can get a word of knowledge. Through anointed preaching and teaching, sometimes people will have stuff shared in preaching that there's no way that people could could know some of that stuff or know what had been going on that week. That's through through a word of knowledge, and also through it can come through a word of wisdom. Consider this story. A spirit-filled Baptist brother told me of the following experience. I passed by a large Roman Catholic church, and something seemed to say to me to stop, so I pulled into the parking lot, stopped, and sat there praying for a while. 
Something seemed to tell me that the priest would be praying in his office and that I should go in, lay hands on him, and he would be filled with the Holy Spirit. I hesitated. I did not want to make a fool of myself. I sat there and prayed a while longer. Then I decided it would not hurt just to go see if I could find the priest and see if God was really leading me. The brother found his way inside the church and knocked on the door of the priest's study. So here a word of knowledge came, but again in his mind, his mind tried to reason with it. And sometimes our mind's not re renewed and we'll try to reason with what God's trying to do. But this brother went ahead and moved forward. The brother found his way inside the church and knocked on the door of the priest's study. He heard a voice inviting him to come in, and he opened the door to see a priest sitting at a desk with some books open in front of him. As he entered, the priest got up and greeted him, and they introduced themselves to each other. The priest said, Praise the Lord. I was just reading about what God is doing in these days in this move of the Spirit. I was reading about the baptism of the Holy Spirit and speaking in tongues, and the Lord witnessed to my spirit that this is what I need. I am conscious of my spiritual lack. Only ten minutes ago I bowed my head and said, Lord, I do not know anyone in this town who has this experience. Send someone by to pray with me. And here you are. That priest got down on his knees. I laid hands on him, and he started speaking in tongues almost instantly, lifting both hands to heaven. Through the word of knowledge, as God gives us a word of knowledge, sometimes someone will give us a word of knowledge, but it's wonderful when God flows through you through a word of knowledge, and that word of knowledge can open someone's hearts and can deeply touch someone's hearts. Listen to this poem, Launch Out. Thus says the Lord unto his people, Lo, ye have touched only the fringes, yea, thou hast lingered upon the shorelines. Launch out, yea, launch out upon the vast bosom of my love and mercy, yea, my mighty power and limitless resources. For, for lo, if thou wouldst enter into all I have for thee, thou must walk by faith upon the waters. Thou must relinquish forever thy doubt, and thy thoughts of self-preservation thou must forever cast aside. For I will carry thee, and I will sustain thee by my power in the ways I have chosen and prepared for thee. Thou shalt not even take the first step in thine own strength, for thou art not able to thyself, even as flesh is ever unable to walk by the way of the Spirit. But mine arm shall uphold thee, and in the power of my Spirit shall bear thee up. Be not fearful, only believe it. So I want to encourage you today to believe that God would want to flow through you through the word of knowledge to be a blessing to someone else. Well, this is Pastor Brad Morgan, and it was good being with you today. I hope you enjoyed the message. I would like to encourage you to visit our website at newlifebeginningschurch.com. That's newlifebeginningschurch.com. There is a secure site there where you can sow into this ministry. If you'd like to sow by mail, our address is New Life Beginnings Church, P.O. Box 203. Patterson, Texas 77466. If you do not have a church home, I want to invite you to come visit ours. Our Sunday service is at 1030. The church address is 5609 FM 359 North, Brookshire, Texas 77423. We offer child care for the four-year-olds and younger. 
We also offer children's church for the five-year-olds up to fifth grade twice a month. On Wednesday nights, we reach out to the kids in the Brookshire Patterson area. We have service and classes that start at 7 p.m. Or if you have prayer requests or would like to speak with us, our church phone number is 281-802-8094. You can contact me by email at vmorgan20 at juno.com. That's vmorgan20 at juno.com. This program is sponsored by New Life Beginnings Church. And again, this is Pastor Brad Morgan. I would like to remind you the best is yet to come. We love you and thanks for listening.